Hi, I'm Joe Jacobson at Wickham Wanderers and you're listening to Wickham Sound. The Wickham Wanderers Show. Welcome to the first, I guess, official uh, Wickham Wanderers Show of the season. <laughs> it's a special this week because uh, we're uh, paying tribute, which he sounds like he's no longer with us, uh, but he definitely is, to uh, someone who uh, the club are kicking off their 10th uh, season at Adams Park on Saturday with a testimonial where, of course, talking about Joe Jacobson, uh, caught up with the captain at the training ground this morning and uh, been getting some uh, some fantastic sort of reminiscing with him. I think that's the word. I might, might not quite use that entirely correctly, but uh, uh, we'll be hearing his thoughts very soon. We'll catch up with uh, the man he succeeded as captain as well, and also the current manager, of course, Matt Bloomfield, and uh, a very good friend, as I'm sure you can probably appreciate or already know, uh, of... Uh, JJ as well looking ahead to the visit of Cardiff City uh, which is happening on Saturday it's sort of half pre-season friendly as well I guess but also uh, a real good uh, opportunity for uh, uh, Joe Jacobson's boyhood club to uh, help him celebrate uh, what is a fantastic achievement especially these days in football 10 years uh, at one club and of course uh, that club uh, is Wickham Wanderers we'll hear from uh, one of his former teammates Craig McHale-Smith uh, we'll catch, who is, is one of many he'll be uh, at the game on Saturday we'll catch up with John Bignall as well from uh, the Wickham Wanderers Ex-Players Association who is also uh, on uh, JJ's uh, testimonial committee which sounds very very important of course and uh, we'll be finding out a bit more about that uh, we'll also chat to Luke a bit later on as well to find out what uh, we have in store for you in terms of Wickham Wanderers coverage for the upcoming season uh, including uh, some, some new programmes some programmes you might be familiar with i have got uh, match commentary of course as well to look forward to and, uh, and food by the way. there's new food at Adams Park as well something else to, to mention uh, which is uh, which Luke has also uh, sort of road tested I believe as well uh, we'll be getting his thoughts on that and other stuff as well in the next hour but first uh, returning from last season uh, we, we secured him on, a, on a, another another um, contract <laughs> sort of uh, is Phil who uh, of course will bring you Ringing the Blues uh, live on Wickham Sound on a Tuesday evening yeah, I've told you one of those uh, exciting things already uh, but bring you uh, ball by ball commentary of course including on Saturday yes with Sam Avery oh very exciting news uh, so uh, Phil's been uh, watching all of the pre-season games as well and uh, casting his eye on uh, the new summer signings too and uh, can tell us a bit more about what he's seen yeah, it's a lot of change. I was struggling to think of a time where we've had a real change of, of the guard almost. Um, a few leaving, a lot coming in. And it's it's added a real zip and freshness about the place. And also, you know, we sit here in a newly painted office and, you know, the training ground looking uh, sharp as well. There's been some sort of changes, moving rounds of bits. And it really seems to me um, this was the gaffer's opportunity to kind of lay the very start of his of his tenure really because last season he came in you know and as I said earlier the train was already moving it was already on its way um, it was very difficult to kind of steer it anywhere else and it was he did the right thing steady hand but this window was always going to be about really I think the start of Matt Bloomfield's reign as manager and one of the games that we spoke to you from you had a real bird's eye view of proceedings could you really tell there that, that you know the sort of the structure of the team or, or just the way things were going certainly he's got a, a definite way of playing um, uh, Matt and of course everyone is will compare to, to the former gaffer who had a very certain way of playing as well and was incredibly successful doing so but we talked about those changes and it's about sort of making it aware that he's the manager as every, everyone knows that but just sort of you know unconsciously subconsciously whatever but I think the the one defining thing about Wickham Wanderers that will uh, stand Matt Bloomfield in good stead is that 
the mantra up here is you know it's the place where you can really be yourself and this is Matt Bloomfield now being himself you know he's he's done his pro license he's a, a really forward-thinking coach and you know we know this as a player we knew this as a coach he's the hardest working man in football and he's brought that ethos into this as well and yeah I think people will be if you haven't seen any of the pre-season action I think you'll be um, you'll see some real changes on the pitch in terms of the style. And fans, of course, especially excited by by new arrivals. What is there any in particular that have caught your eye? Uh, I think you know it's there's a really good blend of uh, experience and and youth as well. The first signing through the door in the summer, Richard Keogh, is none more experienced, and he's a great guy. He's a great leader, not just on the pitch, just around the place as well. He's a real ball of energy too, but um, a fantastic person to have uh, in the building. Uh, for the youngsters as well and then Kian Brecken coming in you know for his first taste of senior football really highly thought of on loan for Man City and you know the amount of work that went in um, behind the scenes uh, to get that deal over the line from 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 the gaffer and, uh, and Mitch head of recruitment and all the staff here as well a huge effort from those guys and I know because it's a sort of a biannual thing isn't it our annual thing where you know we haven't signed someone sort of 20 minutes after the window opened and everyone starts to panic which you know is fair enough that's the fans right to do so and there's a bit of a vacuum of football and stuff to talk about but you know there was there was work going on behind the scenes 24-7 through this window uh, and yes I know I think we were the penultimate team in League One or even maybe the last team in League One to make a signing but it's always been about getting the right ones in the door no one stands out in particular because this place is always about the team um, and everyone brings their own qualities on and off the pitch uh, and everyone who I've had the pleasure of sitting and chatting to on this sofa has been excellent and we've seen some really good um, stuff on the pitch through pre-season as well And someone of course who's been here a long time and, and the occasion's been uh, marked on Saturday and, and you've seen a lot of what are your kind of particular you know, moments I guess of, of JJ's time here that really stand out for you um, the big thing, I mean, everyone will talk about the corners and the free kicks and the penalties and, and the big goals and the huge moments. Uh, and we all know about those. Uh, for me, the thing I love watching Joe Jacobson is he plays with a smile on his face, but he's still the most insanely competitive one out there. He's a great sort of wind-up merchant and he really uses that to his benefit and the experience um, there was that great moment at Cheltenham the other year when he was getting pelters off the off the fans and then just stuck the ball on Vokes' head and he carried it in and he just turned around and shook the guy's hand and really diffused the situation but you know it drove him on and you see him as a captain he can talk to the referees that's his uh, right and his job he does that really well over 90 minutes and there's always uh, there's always a mischievous smirk on his face um, but also highly competitive and I think one moment that hasn't really been mentioned this week we did a lovely thing with the fans in the week and everyone talked quite rightly about his his really high points the tackle at MK Dons in the semi-final is still I think one of the best defensive blocks I've seen not just at Wickham but I just think sort of in the game you know you know, you talk about Pele being tackled by Bobby Moore or whatever but that tackle from Joe Jacobson especially from the camera angle from the other end it's just absolutely phenomenal phenomenal and his reading of the game is why he's still playing at this age and why he's still going to be an integral part of this squad this season I'm really apt that Cardiff are coming as well beautiful you know isn't it lovely how that's where he started and they can come down and you know and this is a, another test of JJ is that it's a proper pre-season friendly this isn't a testimonial where we're sort of wheeling out players to come and do 15 minute cameos and this is a competitive friendly match 
um, one week before the season starts. This has a purpose for the squad. And also, it's a purpose of for the fans to to get behind Joe and show their appreciation. I think that's something really nice, isn't there, for supporters to really you know show what a great servant he has been for the club and his contribution. Yeah, I mean, it's very rare these days that players get to this this amount of time at one club, um, and I think it's important that it is sort of um, marked by all clubs who, who have who are lucky to have servants who get there that long. Um, so yeah, I think it's beautiful that we're doing this um, and. You know, like we say, it's not over yet as well. There's more to come. And as we've spoken many times, it really shows you know, what's special about this club, that, that people do stay here for a long time. Yeah, and, and Joe's a large part of that because he's been, you know, he's one of the last standing generals of, of that era. Um, and he was integral in setting that atmosphere along with the former manager, the current manager. Um, you know, that's an environment that's been made by the people in, who've been in it. And Joe has been an absolute pillar of that over the years. Um, so we never know. There might, ne- there might be the next testimonial person already here. Um, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised. So you never know. Great chatting to you, Phil, at the training ground a little earlier on today. Uh, Luke was with us uh, then as well and uh, joins us now. Good evening, Colin. And an- another Luke from Saturday as well. Good evening. And another voice that someone else, uh, some, some of you will know from, from a Saturday. <laughs> someone else will know. The, from from the car park. The best, <laughs> it's the best build-up, the voice of the car park. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Colin. Very nice to see you. It's very good to see you too. Have you had a nice closed season, off-season perhaps? Yeah, I know. We were talking about this earlier. It was uh, last year, of course. The season started quite early, didn't it? Because um, it was the World Cup, and I think July. In fact, it was probably this week, uh, maybe a week ago last year, that we started the season. So it feels like we've been privileged to have a, a little bit more time off uh, this week. But it's, it's some of us. It's, well, some, but it starts again for us anyway. Next uh, this Saturday, a couple of days' time. I can't actually quite get my head around the fact we're about to start again, and it's. Um, you know, we're in the warm weather, and of course, we do know that ahead of us is the is the windy wind tunnel of um, of Adams Park through the cold months. But yeah, looking forward to it. Can't believe we're there already, really. And uh, Luke, what can you tell us about what, what's new Which for the coming? <laughs> that, that, that one. That one. Thank you. Uh, what's new? Well, we've got Ringing the Blues, of course, with Phil. Um, I can say personally that I'm delighted to have Phil back on the station. Do you feel the same? I do. Good. Um, so that's good. That's great. So that'll be every Tuesday night, starting next Tuesday with um, the thoughts of JJ's game. Um, then obviously this excellent show, the Wickham Wanderers show, which is great, is back on a Thursday night. Uh, live commentaries, of course, uh, with Phil every Saturday, home and away, no matter where we are, we'll have commentaries of that. Uh, Luke Cashman will be online and on uh, Radio Player. And then there's something extra that we've not announced yet, but there is something else that's happening post-match oh what a tease that's all mm, I will nice say tease that will cause me and Luke to be crying for much of the evening but it'll be mm. fine I'll tell you one thing we do need to talk about mm. which is uh, the Phil uh, Nigel quiz <laughs> oh, yeah, which we do every uh, every Saturday in the build-up yeah. um, I think I can't remember what the score was Phil won Phil won just yeah. by the skin of his teeth yeah. we should bring that back but I think we should make it harder this year mm, I agree yeah that's what we should do so what can we expect from, from this Saturday in the car park? Oh yeah, go on Rob, what, should we, what can we expect this Saturday from the car park? So the great thing about being in the car park, I do say this all the time, is that it's quite a privileged position because you do get to get in amongst the fans. So uh, we'll be talking about the match of course, uh, we'll do the build up, but more about that, it's, it's just starting to get the, into the vibe and the thing about the whole, the whole, um, whole thing about being at Adams Park again. So hopefully we'll be talking to some fans, we'll be talking to Nigel, he'll, he'll be joining us as well, we've got Luke there as well. So it's going to be the normal sort of thing and it's just, it's just going to be great to 
to be back together as a team. And I think that's part of it for us is 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 just kind of um, uh, enjoying enjoying each other's company, talking about the match, and then um, talking to fans as well. So it's going to be. He hasn't good. got his document in front of him, obviously. Uh, no, of course we talk about JJ's testimonial game, which of course is the big thing on Saturday. Well, yeah, and there'll be a big Welsh contingent as well. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of well, and Nigel as well. <laughs> no, they're all coming up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Lady Delamere is going to be very busy in the morning. <laughs> I think. So lots to look forward to. Really. Yeah, it'd be good. Uh, and Luke, you, you'll, be, you'll be on hand as well to provide uh, all sorts of other coverage too. Yes, but the exciting thing of this Saturday is that we're actually able to bring the commentaries uh, online as well as uh, on FM because it's not a league match. So that I mean, makes so my, no Luke. <laughs> no, it makes, it makes oh, my job easier. Yeah, I, just get to, I just get to sit back. 15 minutes of time. Lots to look forward to. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. And of course, there's the, still the, the catch-up facilities. There's a, a podcast version of this show, Ringing the yeah, Blues. Yeah, so there'll be podcasts of this and Ringing the Blues as normal. Uh, you'll hear the match highlights on uh, on Phil's show on Ringing the Blues because that's going to be looking back at the games, whereas this is looking forward to the games. Oh, will there be terms and conditions which apply as well? Yeah, see on see in store for details. Uh, and Rob, a message to, to, to fans as they, as they make their way to the game on Saturday. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no parking, so you need, so park and stride <laughs> is your best option. No, uh, you can't do that this Saturday. Oh, can you not do no, this Saturday? It's, it's not a league game. Oh, doesn't start till yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so uh, the car parks are very busy, um, and and uh, tickets available from um, uh, Ticket Office One right at the front as you come in on the left hand side. Thank well you very done. much. Bing bong. That's safety announcements. Well. That's, that's, that's good, wasn't it? Or tickets.wwfc.com. Seatbelts can be opened like this and yeah. fastened like this. Lots more to come on this week's edition of the Wicked Wanderer show. A uh, big thank you to Zeph. It's, it's, it's like a, a three, a five-a-side in here almost. It is, yeah, it is almost, almost, yeah. Well on the way, we just need one more person, obviously. Uh, still to come, we'll hear from Joe Jacobson, the man himself. We'll catch up with Matt Bloomfield and Craig McHale-Smith and uh, lots more as well here at Wickham Sound. Online, on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM, this is Wickham Sound. Still to come on this week's edition of the Wickham Wanderer Show, we'll speak to John Bignall in a few moments' time. Uh, he's on uh, Joe Jacobson's Testimonial Organising Committee. We'll catch up with uh, JJ himself as well, and also manager Matt Bloomfield, uh, who we spoke to at the training ground a little earlier on today. Uh, also brilliant, of course, to uh, chat to uh, Rob and the two Lukes ahead of uh, the return of the coverage on Saturday. Uh, you can find out more on the website and uh, check out the uh, Wickham Wanderers and Wickham Sound social media as well. Uh, lots more to come in the show this week, uh, but as mentioned on Saturday, amongst uh, some of the uh, the many highlights will be a number of uh, Wickham Wanderers uh, former players, including Adi Bagram Fenware and Nathan Tyson, and Craig Mikhail Smith, who uh, I'm very pleased to say can uh, tell us a bit more about his earliest memories of Joe Jacobson. I remember playing against him, to be honest, when I was at Luton um, and he was at Wickham. Um, I think I was playing right of a three maybe at that time and I remember having a good old battle with him um, down, the, down the left-hand side. Um, always knew he had, a, he had a great left foot on him um, but we had, a, we had a real good tussle of, of, of me trying to get the better of him that afternoon. Um, I can't quite remember the score but that's, that's my uh, kind of earliest memory of him and then obviously uh, I had the fortune of, of, of being his teammate um, and obviously seeing, seeing his capabilities like up uh, personal and seeing how... how uh, tremendously gifted he is, is with that left foot and I need to be careful how I phrase this but I imagine he's a, he's a great person to be in the dressing room with yeah definitely he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great guy he's a funny guy um, he's a leader he's just a, he's a fantastic person you want in the dressing room obviously he epitomises everything that, that Wickham is obviously he's been there uh, for over 10 years which is testament to him and obviously testament to the club um, as well and it's, it's fantastic that he has this opportunity to, 
to celebrate in 10 years and, and hopefully have a, a packed out stadium and, and all the players that he's, he's played with along the way there, um, like cheering him on. It's been fantastic to hear different people's kind of views of him, if you like, and, and some of which really crops up is, you know, he always plays with a smile on his face, but, but he's so competitive as well. Yeah, and I've never, I've never really seen him stress, to be honest, about football. He's always just taking in his stride. Um, he's always, as you said, he's always got a, a smile on his face and he's always happy. Um, and I think that's why he's been such a fantastic performer uh, for Wickham over the last 10 years. He, he, he doesn't take anything too seriously. He takes the highs and, and the lows and, and, and works with them uh, really well. So, um, no, he's, he's, a, he's a fantastic character to have about. It's always good to have people who are very level-headed within the dressing room because, obviously, football is, is full of highs and lows. And when you've got someone like JJ in there, it, it makes it easier when, when times are tough. And set pieces are something which obviously really stand out when, when you mention his name, whether it's from, from the corner, uh, often scoring as well, or, or the penalty spot, or, or a free kick. Yeah, definitely. His, his set pieces has he's become renowned for them. I think teams now just probably do a section on JJ's set pieces, his free kicks, his corners, his penalties. Um, they are outstanding qualities. He said he's, he's scored a few from directly from corners, and he scored some amazing um, set plays and also very important penalties as well. So um, he's, a, he's a technically very gifted player with with from set plays, but also um, doing doing play as well he, his left foot uh, can find anyone on the pitch and it seems so rare for a player to be at a club for, for 10 years these days it does it does that is, is very uh, very rare very rare indeed and obviously it, it, say again it's, it's testament to, to him, him himself as a as a pro keeping himself fit keeping himself at his best for that 10 years because you, you see players come and go they, they have a few good seasons and then they might peter out or they might have a few good seasons and move on and obviously JJ's been a been a fantastic servant to the club. His, his performances, kind of through the time I was there, and, and, and from speaking to people over the ten years that he's been, have uh, been been very rarely been a few uh, like bad performances within his ten years. So it's, it's great. As I said, it's great for him to have this celebration. He he he's he someone who thoroughly deserves it. And something else which really comes across is what a great example he sets to, to younger players as well, uh, and so professional in his approach. Something which you know he says he's got from from the, the now manager as well. Yeah, definitely. You say he he's he's the the kind of the, the guiding light. People see what he does. He's kept himself fit and healthy for such a long time. He's, you say he kept his, his, his performance uh, level has been has been high for such a long time. He's uh, if there's a young player who's Kind of wanting to, to model himself on a, a pro, it's, it's himself. And as you said, he he obviously looked at Matt Bloomfield in himself, who, who was a fantastic um, pro um, as well. So you've had you've got two great guys at the at the football club um, who have kind of gone from strength to strength and and been with the club as it's gone st- uh, strength to strength, and it's wonderful to see. And so appropriate that his boyhood team are coming on, on Saturday, and some of his former teammates as well to, to pay tribute. That sounds like he died. Yeah, no, no, he's, no, no, he's but he, again, it's testament to him. It's testament to him as a person, as a player. He, he, the, the boys all want to come and celebrate this with him because he, he's, he's a fantastic guy to be around. He's, he's, everyone's had fun, fantastic memories of him. No one has a bad word to say about him. And obviously to have his, his, his boyhood club come down as well, I think that makes it extra special. And nice for you to, to return to Adams Park as well and, and really celebrate the career of one of your former teammates as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I've, I've been back a couple of times, but obviously this will be 
it'll be great to see all the other the other lads coming down and obviously celebrate uh, the, the the ten years of a, of a player that's um, it's probably well deserved and I'm 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 really excited to to be part of it. Oh, it's been a real pleasure to speak to you. Thank you so much for your time. No problem at all. Great to have Craig Michael Smith on the show and uh, another uh, friend of the show, John Bignall, who uh, is known for many things, I imagine, uh, but uh, for being a, a, a key role in the Wicked Wanderers Ex-Players Association. What am I talking about? Uh, but also is on uh, Joe Jacobson's testimonial committee. Thank you so much indeed for, uh, for joining us on the show. Yeah, no problem. Good to be here, Colin. It's really nice, isn't it, to hear? As I say, tributes make it does, does sound like he's no longer with us, but but it's fantastic to hear. You know, t- teammates and um, obviously his current manager, who we'll hear from soon as well, who's a, a big friend of his as well, and, and a great credit to obviously himself, but but also football generally and the club. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, as, as Craig said just then, I mean, um, Joe epitomises what the club is all about. Really, I mean, he is just. Um, he shows what it's like to be a member of the football club and, and, and what the football club is. Um, if you had to find the perfect person for that, it would be Joe Jacobson. So what's involved in being on a testimonial committee? Well, um, <laughs> we're trying to arrange a few things later on in the year for, for Joe. Um, we're going to have a celebration dinner in the new year. But, but for now, um, it's obviously getting as many people as possible along to the game on, on Saturday. I mean, you've said all the things about the team, his boyhood team, etc., etc. But this is an opportunity for the fans just to to, to pay their tribute, pay their respect to Joe um, for all he's done for us. And um, yeah, I, what I would say to people basically is, if you're one of those people that don't come very often, and maybe you just you know come to the big games, the, the Wembley games, you know, come to this one because um, you know Joe's done a few good things at Wembley over the years for us. Um, this is your opportunity to come and uh, have a great day out at Adams Park for a very, very good reason to see one of our, our best players ever. And a real fantastic opportunity to really celebrate what, what he has done for the club on so many key occasions as well. Well, absolutely, yes. I mean, I'm sure those the, the, his, his ex-teammates that are going to be there on Saturday will, uh, you know, people will have some great memories of them as well. And it's, it's nice when you have groups of players come together to, uh, to, to back each other up, to celebrate each other. But of course, you know, Joe's actually been part of uh, uh, so many different teams now in, at Wickham. I mean, I've got a photograph on my wall here, and um, he is the, this is the team that uh, won the, uh, was promoted from League Two, and Joe is the only player left in the squad now from that team. It's strange, isn't it, the amount, the, the amount of changes in that sort of decade that he'd, he'd have witnessed? Absolutely, yes. I mean, so, you know, and all these, and I guarantee you that all the people from those separate teams that Joe's played in will all say the same thing about him. He's, 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 he's uh, in many ways, he, he's a one-off. And I think, again, as you said to, to Craig, the fact is that he's been at one club for 10 years, which these days is very, very unusual. It's fantastic to have the opportunity to speak to, to so many ex-players that we, that we have on the, on the seasons of the show, but he, he's part of an elite group, isn't he, who, who've you know, made over 300 appearances? Well, he is, absolutely. And, of course, you know, I'm on the, the, his committee as part of the Ex-Players Association, and the one thing Joe isn't, of course, at the moment, is an ex-player, and we, we don't want him to be any time soon. But it does take a special kind of player and a special character, doesn't it, to, to, to perform at the level that he has at, at, at Wickham Wanderers for such a, a long time? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I guess, obviously, I've only known Joe since he's been at Wickham, but, I mean, you know, he's played for a few other teams. He's had a long career in football, and, um, you know, um, there's he's got the ability, which is the the main thing. I mean, he's a very, very good player. He would, um, you know, I've been watching Wickham for the best part of well, more than 60 years, and he's definitely in my all-time best 11, um, because he is, he is a very good player. Uh, and if you look at him now, I mean, most people are saying at the moment he's the best left back the club's ever had, and I wouldn't disagree with that. But um, like in all things, you you adapt, and Joe's adapting now, and he's playing a lot of his games as a centre-back. And um, he's very good at that too. You know, his reading of a game um, is, is second to none, really. And it's been really nice to, to get people's reflections on, you know, kind of their memories of, of his contributions. What, what particular occasions stand out in, in terms of Joe's contribution to games? Well, obviously, everybody, you know, talks about the, the hat-trick and, uh, and, you know, goals from corners. And, and But, I mean, if, as I mentioned earlier, if you think about it, the, 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 the South End playoff final, which, which um, you know, sadly we lost, you know, but Joe scored that fantastic goal in the, you know, 90th minute and then... Um, Obviously, he got the the, the assist and and, the, and a penalty for the the, the, goal, the game that took us up to the championship. Sadly, most of us weren't there to see it. And um, but you know, the, even even you know, again, so you know, he, he was there for the Sunderland game again. Um, so in in his ten years here, he's been to Wembley three times, and um, I just think week in week out, he's a very good player. So. You can pick out, obviously, the, the, the moments that a lot of people do, but I would say for consistency, Joe's your man. And we were talking to Phil earlier as well, who obviously highlighted not just his playing ability, but the fact that he always seems to have a smile on his face, yet he's so competitive, and, and Craig was saying, you know, he's never seen him stressed. No, absolutely. And he's, I think uh, all the supporters that know Joe and have talked to him would admit he's very, very approachable, um, always got time for people, um, and... Uh, a very good leader as well. I mean, he's been, you know, one of the generals at the club for a few years. Um, he's been skipper for the last couple of seasons. And, um, you know, that's all part of this, what he brings to, to the club. And such a great example of a professional, and we'll hear from him shortly as well, just saying that, you know, he's followed the example of, of Matt Bloom from when he was the captain and, you know, getting it early to training and, and such a great thing for, for young professionals to follow. Yeah, absolutely. If you if you wanted a model, then there you go. If you wanted a model for for a, a pro footballer, look at Matt Bloomfield. Look at Joe Jacobson. So, what's it been like organising Saturday? Uh, well, I think the, the, the organising of the of Saturday has been mostly done by Neil Peters and the club. So, uh, you know, our uh, our involvement on the committee, as far as Saturday is concerned, has been uh, um, quite slight, really. But hopefully, we will we'll be able to put in our our hours. Uh, as the season goes on and we, we get this uh, celebration dinner up and running uh, sometime in the new year. I was going to say, is there anything else you can tell us about what's to come to, to mark this all special occasion? Well, we're hoping it will be a, you know, a big celebration dinner at the club. Um, many people as possible come. We will, we'll have interviews and hopefully a lot of Joe's old teammates will come back again. We're going to have an auction, hopefully, and a, and a comedian and... Um, Yes, hopefully it'll be a great night. I mean, we're, it's all being put together um, as we speak, really. So, um, you know, watch this space, I would say, Colin. No doubt we'll be on and, and uh, let you know in good time 
Absolutely. And it, as we touched on with Craig as well, it, it's such a, a special thing, isn't it, to be at a club for four, ten years, which, which seems to happen less and less these days. Well, it does for, 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 for lots of reasons. And, uh, you know, you don't stay at the club for ten years unless you're an exceptionally good footballer uh, and an exceptionally good person. And, uh, you know, Joe has, has got both of those attributes. He's a great club man. He's an exceptional player. And he's a great bloke. So, and lots to celebrate, as we say, but really nice as well, looking ahead to you know the season to come, and, and as you touched on, what his contribution will be. Absolutely, and I hope his contribution continues to be as it has been, and I'm sure it will be for the, for the previous 10 years. I think you know, Joe's going to be involved this season um, you know, quite a lot. He's going to be there or thereabouts, and uh, you know, long may it continue. And we'll hear from the manager as well, but something else which really stands out is, you know, it's great obviously when things are going well, but, you know, when there's sort of perhaps darker times, if that's the right expression, then, you know, that's when, you know, a player like him really, really stands up as well. Well, yeah, I mean, I, don't really, I think there's a lot been said about, you know, I'm not getting, not getting too up when things are good and not being too down when, when, when things are not going so well. And I think people like Joe, we've had a, lucky to have a few players like that over the years. Um, it's been the, the ethos of the club and, um, you know that's it's very important, obviously, and, and, and you know Joe, Joe again epitomises that. It feels like a really exciting time, doesn't it, to be to be having this, you know, with a, just a week away from the, the start of the season as well. Yes, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, this is the last pre-season friendly, as it were, but obviously it, it is a lot more on on Saturday because it's it's it's, it's Joe's big day, um, and you know the season is 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 upon us. The, the excitement's there, so you know what better way for people to start their season really than come along on Saturday and again you know I'd, I'd just make this plea for anybody that's out there that, or if you bring your friends with you just come along support Joe I'm sure it's going to be a great great afternoon. And really nice for him and his family obviously to, to be marking this occasion and as you say so special for, for fans as well to have the opportunity to, to really show what, what he's done for the club. Absolutely yeah yeah come along and uh, you know salute Joe because he because he deserves it. And I think the weather's due to be good as well. Let's hope so, Colin. <laughs> Real pleasure to speak to you. Thank you very much for your time. You're very welcome. Uh, John Bignall, who is a member of uh, Joe Jacobson's testimonial committee, uh, speaking to us uh, here on the Wickham Wonder Show here on Wickham Sound. Still to come, uh, we'll hear from the man himself and, of course, the uh, uh, gentleman who he succeeded as the uh, club captain as well, who now manages uh, the team who's preparing for his first full season in charge. Matt Bloomfield uh, will be hearing from him. Spoke to them both at the training ground a little earlier on today, uh, where it was very, very busy, as you can imagine. Uh, that and more on the way as the Wickham Wonder Show continues here on Wickham Sound. Online, on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. This is Wickham Sound. Final part of this week's Wickham Wanderer show, the first of the season. I don't know whether to call it the first of the season. It doesn't really feel like the season started. But anyway, uh, still to come between now and the end of the show, we'll chat to Luke a bit more as well about what we can expect uh, for the coming campaign, especially on this show. Lots to look forward to, uh, including uh, more coverage of Wickham Wanderers women. It is, of course, the uh, Women's World Cup currently, and uh, many of them were at Adams Park last night for their media day and their photos taken in the new kit. And uh, we've been speaking to a number of the players and coaches as well from the under-23s, from uh, the under-18s and also the first team as well. We're bringing you that in the coming week, uh, weeks when their season kicks off 
at the beginning of September. Uh, but first, we return to uh, the main focus of this evening's show, which is, of course, uh, Wickham Wanderers captain Joe Jacobson, the defender uh, who signed, uh, you know, uh, some time ago, uh, ten years, you might say, uh, from uh, from Shrewsbury, as you'll hear. And I've been speaking to him uh, a little earlier on today to find out his main emotions going into Saturday's visit of Cardiff City and his testimonial. It's been a bit weird. The build-up's been great. It's a, bit, a little bit like organising a wedding at times with my family and, and what they want to do with it all and things like that. But when I've kind of sat back and thought about it, um, I'm proud of what I've done throughout my career, but to stay at this club for, for 10 years now is, is pretty special. And um, it's nice to have friends, family, players that I've played with over the years, fans were at Wildstone the other night and... Um, you know, loads of people giving me well wishes and sending me nice messages, and they're the same people that I've spoken to over the last ten years, and they're the same people who turn up every week and um, give us support and reason why the club's so great. So um, yeah, it's, it's going to be an extremely proud, proud moment for me. And I guess it doesn't feel like ten years at all. No, well, sometimes when you think back of of when the game, my first game was, and when I signed, it does feel like a lifetime ago. But then. It also goes in a flash, and you think of all the things that have happened over the over the years, and the promotions, and the cup runs, and um, so many amazing memories. I think that's what makes it even better. If we hadn't had any of that, if we'd have just stayed in League Two for ten years and not done anything, it would have been a bit, you know, not much going on. But um, you know, all the players I've played with, some great characters, and you know, I think the club's gone through two or three different owners over that time. Surprisingly, we've only had two managers. Spend ten years at a club in in the football league. There normally is probably ten managers to go with it, but only two of those. And um, yeah, it's like I said, it's been it's been really special. But it has weirdly, yeah, gone gone quite quickly. Can you remember your sort of earliest sort of first impressions? Obviously, your dad advised you apparently <laughs> not to come. <laughs> he did. Yeah, it was a weird one that summer. I, I I played in league one for Shrewsbury, got Player of the Year, so I did well. And I was thinking, you know, I'm I'm going to kick on. Um, and I did have some offers in League One and, and League Two, and I just, he says it in, on his interview, I, we were at the cricket at Glamorgan watching the game and the old gaffer called me, he was in the car with, with Dobbo at the time and had a long chat with him and I came back in, I was like, no, I really liked the way they spoke and, and what they wanted to do and how they wanted to change things and being down this way in the country also uh, intrigued me and wanted to be this way a little bit as well, so everything kind of marred up and it's the best decision I've made in football. I know another Shrewsbury uh, player of the year has come as well, so it must be must be a pattern developing there. I know. Well, Luke's a little bit older, so if he manages to stay here for ten years now at, at thirty, then he's done very well for himself. And you talk about the obviously the, the manager, obviously sort of, I guess sort of persuading you in a way to come, and obviously the, a lot was made of the, the culture that he brought, and, and you sort of seen that firsthand as well. Yeah, and um, a lot of teams, a lot of managers speak about cultures and how they've got an amazing team spirit, and it only kind of seems to come out if they're top of the league or if they've got promoted, but. From minute one, I remember the, the old gaffer kind of um, set a meeting up in the, in the canteen on the first day I was here and said, right, this is how we're going to do things from now on. We're going to do things differently. And from that moment on, we, we did development days, we, we set up the generals, we had a leadership group. And the culture was kind of set by the players. As much as the manager was in control of it, he kind of got good people in who could kind of run the dressing room, run the culture, lead by example, like the manager does now. You know the reason why I, I've said this a few times. The reason why I think I'm still playing is because I came in the morning and watched him what he did every day to stay fit, stay on top of his game, and I couldn't help but kind of go along with that. Um, and it was infectious. And you know, I've 
I wanted them to do that to someone else and, and with new signings the first thing I speak about is look you know the boys getting early we do our work no one tells us to do all these extra things we just do them because one leads to another and leads to another and I think that's the special thing about this place Is that something that sort of kept you here for such a long time because you know how you can develop other players coming from, from either other clubs or, or just early in their careers as well Yeah and we've we've built up this reputation as a club now for, for players to come along and they know they can thrive, they know they can, whether they've had bad experiences elsewhere, they know they can come to Wickham, be in an environment where they can be themselves, they can express themselves, they can perform well, um, there's no serious pressure from people you know, barking down their necks to, to be a certain way, um, you've got good older players, you know, we've had them over the years with, with Bayo, with Darius Adam Malad, to name name a few now you've got them with, with Vokes and, and Keo and, and other players who have been around a while as well. So when you bring in good characters like that, it, you know, the younger ones thrive on it and they ask questions and they want to learn. Um, and, you know, it's, it's that place where there's a great balance between the experience and the youth. And, you know, we've had some exciting players who have come in probably in situations where they weren't doing great with their clubs players like Anis and, and Eze and look what, what they're doing now so it's amazing what the club have done for those players Has anyone come to you for tips on scoring from corners? No, not yet surprisingly it's been a little while actually apart from the um, I saw one in the Women's World Cup the, the, the Irish player scored um, is it McCabe? Um, he scored a great one um, so I was looking yesterday thinking I need to get back onto that I need to score another one I'm sure you get asked a lot about other particular kind of things obviously the, the certain games and, and occasions that, that really stand out over your, over your 10 years here oh there's been there's been many like I said before we've we've had so many you know the game at Chesterfield the, the two games at Chesterfield the cup game was, was amazing the 5-1 um, then the, the promotion winning one at, at Chesterfield was great the Spurs game away was amazing for the emotion from being coming in at half time 2 0 up and we're all looking at each other like, what have we just done here? Like, is this a good thing to be 2 0 up against this team? And then how it finished in the end was, was an emotional roller coaster that day. You look back at, at Oxford in the playoff final, I mean, that's been the pinnacle of my career for me. An amazing day to spend it with, with your teammates. In a weird way, it was nice that it was just us and no one else there that we could kind of just celebrate together and, and be together and there was no distractions of family and friends and everyone else that would be there and people get separated it was it was a, a really special day yeah the, the Lincoln game you know not just what I did but I think we got top of the league that day for the first time or the highest position the club had been in their history so there's been loads of magical moments um, and hopefully there's still more to come and does it feel extra special for you, obviously, you know, being the captain and obviously following someone like, you know, the, someone who's now the manager and he's obviously been here a long time as well? Yeah, look, he's, he's the, best, the best captain I've ever um, had the pleasure of playing under, not just for performances, but his consistency in just his everyday life. And I feel like that's one thing I've tried to take from him. Um, you know, I won't be able to match his, sometimes his energy on the pitch and around the place, but... I try to take little things of, of how he leads people and sets an example to people and, and I've, I admire him so much with that and you know I've, it's not just now that he's my manager I've told him this for years and um, you know we've, we've also been friends for years off the pitch as well and, and I know what a great guy he is so um, when you've got someone like that it's hard not to kind of follow them and, and try and replicate it and um, yeah it's, if I can now kind of pass on my knowledge and my my experience to some of the younger boys just with not just on the football pitch because we've got managers we've got coaches who are better at that than me 
but if I can help in a way that they can navigate through the game and maybe um, if they're having any issues off the pitch and, and I like to think I can help with that so that's something that I take for and great for other players as well who've seen obviously that you've been here for such a long time and a great kind of advert if you like for the club and I'm sure as you say you know they'd probably ask you you know many questions because you've probably been through you know what they're going through as well yeah and look, we've, we get players who stay here for a long time it's not just me who's, who's, who've been here for my 10th season but we've got players who will be here for, for long periods of time and I think the consistency that the managers have shown in players in, in offering contracts and keeping it not just kind of coming in going I want to change 10 every season and, and not get their consistency and I think that's what you know other teams struggle with they, they want to build a culture and a, and a team togetherness but you can't do that if you keep changing and churning out players year after year and I think we've done that really well here um, so yeah like you said if I, if I can help out with that but you know I'll whenever my time comes I'll pass that on to someone else and, and hopefully we'll be sat in here having another conversation in a few years time talking about someone else's testimony and also you're looking forward to the start of this campaign <clears throat> as much as you know as many of others or perhaps even more so with, with what's happening at the moment yeah it's really exciting at the minute it's probably the most excited I've been about a new season since the year we went up a few years ago when new players kept coming through the door and you're thinking wow this is everyone's improving us and improving us and it's been the same this season I think I think there's been a real excitement not just from the players but from you can see it from the fans on social media and stuff it's um it's exciting times it's a it's a fresh start for me you know having a new voice as it were i think the gaffer now has been able to have his pre-season to to implement what he wants to do along with tomo they're they're really clear and and uh, precise in what they they want to do with us and it's it's been really enjoyable really fun it's been hard work as pre-season is but um i'm really excited to to see how we're we're going to pan out and i think you know we've got a squad capable of, of of challenging and being successful this season and, and it's one that I'm really looking forward to I'm really nice for you personally obviously to be having uh, Cardiff coming on, on Saturday yeah again I could have the date of the game you know we were we were kind of hampered by by the pitch getting done and things like that so I wanted to make sure it was a proper first team game um, to start with I didn't want to you know I could have had the option of, of getting a Premier League team to send down a, a young team and, and the game not be as competitive but I thought I wanted it to be that and who better than than um, a championship team, a team that I grew up supporting, a team that I started my career at. I think um, my career. Sorry, it makes um, makes for a good day for me personally. Um, but I wanted to make sure I'm not going to go against what the manager wanted to do in his preparation for for pre season. And you know, to be fair to him, he was really supportive of me. Any game that I wanted, he would have he would have gone along with. But I feel like it's a it's a good game for us to see where we're at. Cardiff as well it's, it's a good game for them to have a competitive game a week before the season starts and yeah really looking forward to it So just finally what will be your message to you know fans who will be obviously <laughs> celebrating with you your, your 10th season just want to thank them really I've, I've had so much amazing support over the years I said we've had loads of success as a football club together as players and supporters and to go through one of the most successful periods the club's ever had and to be a, a part of that and to play nearly 400 games for the club is, is an incredibly proud moment for me and you know for those who come amazing for those who can't who sent me messages and, and well wishes I want to thank them as well and you know hopefully we can have a successful season together should be a fantastic afternoon on Saturday there's some strange, very strange background noises which I didn't detect whilst sat chatting to him which um, if you missed it as well you can if, you, if you're listening back to it on the uh, on the podcast version you can you can listen out for those uh, also fantastic to speak to the manager as well who uh, of course uh, has played alongside uh, Joe Jacobson has he succeeded him as captain as well and uh, as you'll hear uh, someone who uh, Joe Jacobson followed as an example as well and uh, Matt Bloomfield full of praise uh, for his current captain one of the best signings in the modern history of Wickham Wanderers JJ's been 
uh, an incredible servant, you know, top quality in that fullback position over over the last nine, nearly ten years now. One of the best guys you're going to meet, um, one of the best people you'll meet, uh, a top pro, which is testament to his longevity in terms of joining a club at 27. Not many people get a testimonial after signing somewhere at 27, but that longevity, um, he's like a fine wine. He just gets better with age, and um, we're so pleased that we've still got him here, and he's been a, a, a tremendous support for myself since coming back as manager as well, which I have to be very, very thankful to him for. And something really nice as well, you know, he said, such a fantastic captain that he played under, and that he's kind of passed that on now, he's sort of adopted that role and, and can pass on what he's kind of learnt from you, if that's the right expression, to, to other players in terms of, you know, being a professional and what they need to do to kind of be successful, although he did say he has trouble keeping up with you and your energy. Yeah, I know, he's just, uh, JJ's just um, an absolute um, top man, I just... I think as a person, um, he's just so likable. Everyone warms to him. He's got a way about him that is very endearing, and he, you know, people listen to him. It's a great style of leadership, um, and like I say, he's just he's that guy around the training ground that people warm to, and he and he and he, he leads by example. Um, obviously, has that quality on the pitch, and and I think he's getting uh, more vocal, stronger with his leadership, and I think he's relishing the responsibility that that brings, and I'm. It's uh, it's nice to uh, nice to see him flourishing in that role, which I think he's uh, both on and off the pitch. I think he's just been absolute top for this football club. It's been really nice to chat to him about sort of his memories. But what would you say are your kind of standout kind of things that you think of most when it comes to his games? Uh, obviously, the penalty at Wembley, um, the hat trick at home against Lincoln, I believe. There was a goal away at Cheltenham that I always go back go back to the year we got promoted out of League Two. But for me, it's more. You know, sharing a beer after that Wembley win. Um, it was about the, you know, those personal conversations that we've had over the ch- at the training ground or on the way back from buses over the years. You know, those. It's almost like the bonds are, are made in tough times more than in good uh, in good times. So, you know, in times of of need, when we've had a couple of bad results and we're all pulling together, those conversations. He's always very level-headed, uh, very very level is JJ. And um, like I say, the bonds uh, are really, you know, really really combined. Yeah, in the bad times as well as the good so um, yeah he's obviously had some elite top moments keep shooting from corners all the rest of it that he likes to do but on the pitch but off the pitch as well he's just that calming character that there's been a pleasure to uh, share a changing room with for a number of years and also you know to have the relationship we do as captain and manager is, is really special and obviously as manager as well it must be so special to know that you've got someone who sets such a great example exactly yeah uh, you can never have too many good people in the building and um, JJ's one of those um, you know I've seen it at first hand uh, as his teammate and as his friend what kind of guy he is uh, so now to have him um, as, as your captain downstairs you know I can trust him uh, trust him wholeheartedly knowing that he's doing the best for this football club and, and for us as a group uh, and that's invaluable to me it must really help for your planning as well going forward to the new season. Almost well, certainly so. You know, you need your, your dependable um, characters. You've obviously got to have your mavericks around it and people who are slightly more up and down, but you need people like JJ who are going to be dependable, who are going to be there day in, day out. He's done every single training session of this, every single minute of this pre-season. He's come back in great shape and I think he's performed to a, a real high level during pre-season. And really nice, as, as you saw with your celebratory game, for the fans to have an opportunity to really kind of mark this occasion and with Cardiff coming as well. Oh, most certainly so. You know, very um, very apt, isn't it, having Cardiff come to town for JJ's testimonial and um, the fans being able to, to celebrate with Joe. I'm, I'm really, really proud to be able to be the manager for, for such an occasion. I think it's just really touching. It's lovely. It's, you know, we're making memories for life about sharing the day. So um, it's all about Jay and, and I hope he has a great day. I'm sure he will. 
and a real great opportunity for fans as well to see the great mixture of you know experience and youth that you've got in the team and, and some of the new faces that you brought in as well yeah there's probably been more change than maybe we we envisaged going into the summer but uh, it's been a necessity to to do so um we're really excited about the number of new faces that we've got in the building to but it's not just about them it's about the existing players we have we know they've been um, some we've, we've been some real good servants this football club who are still pulling up trees for us who are training and progressing and moving forward and um, I'm really pleased by the blend of um, this group moving forward it's not about old and new it's about this one group moving forward as a as a group to, to take this club forward and um, we're obviously very motivated to, to keep moving forward as quickly as we possibly can and obviously with I guess a bit of a view on some of the pre-season games as well but is there an aspect of Saturday which will be giving you an idea of what you can expect from the team on the, on the, when the first game of the season comes around? Uh, most certainly so it's obviously a very stern opposition championship opposition with some top players in their in their ranks so it's going to be a really tough game for us but we want to pit ourselves against against you know we want to get up to speed ready for, for Exeter on Saturday week we've had some good games against uh, Aldershot and, and Dagenham and, and Wildstone and we, we're looking forward to the, char- uh, the sorry the Cardiff game to get us ready for the season it's important that we're up to speed and ready to go and just finally what will be your message to, to fans about the occasion on Saturday yeah just enjoy the day enjoy celebrating JJ enjoy sharing that moment with him because these, these occasions don't come around very often in football do they you know so make sure that everyone has uh, enjoys the moment uh, and cheer the boys on because we'll be looking to try and play as, as well as we possibly can lots to look forward to on Saturday with the visit of uh, I nearly said Cambridge well, I don't, don't know why I said that uh, Cardiff of course <laughs> you can edit that bit out um, no. for, for, <laughs> for Saturday fantastic to chat to uh, both the manager of course and Joe Jacobson as well uh, Luke's joined us once again do you like my unofficial away kit yeah, what, what bit, colour do you call that it is green and yes. it's sort of stripy but it's the wrong way around it I haven't got an away kit for people listening don't worry but it it's just green and stripy. The away kit is smart, though, isn't it? It's very nice. The the home kit and the away kit is very nice. I've worn the home kit. Have you? Yeah, it's very nice. And I I also had a feel of the the training kit last night. That's true. It I've w- not. So you, that's one up on me. It was a Wickham Wanderers women's media event. There was no, no. Wickham Wanderers women player <laughs> in it in it while I you. should point out. But mm. uh, fantastic to be at Adams Park yesterday as well for their kind of launch as well. They're they're really excited for the the upcoming season. Uh, the manager Carl Simons brought in. Uh, a number of you know, new faces as well, and, and they they renamed the reserves the under 23s, and there's the That's under 18s nice. as well, and the first team as well. So they're they're going for promotion. I lie. I, did, I just realised I didn't hold the, wear the shirt. I ha- held it. Oh, fake Sorry. news. Sorry, I just realised they're very different things, aren't they? Both holding and wearing. Yeah, there was only one size. I don't think I would have got into it. But do listen out for uh, future editions of this show where we'll be previewing uh, Wickham Wanderers women and obviously following them throughout the season as well. Uh, and lots to look forward to, as, as we mentioned a little earlier on as well, with, with what's to come this season. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting season. I think um, once we get into the season, things will, I feel, calm down. I feel like it's been very busy. It's been a busy summer, se- summer season. And you've <laughs> Summer that's easy for me to say. I was going to say, that, that sounds like some sort of entertainment thing at, yeah. at, at, at holiday camp. This summer season on Wickham Sound and Wickham Wanderers. But you've been at the training ground quite a bit, yeah. holding the video camera, and um, really got a sampling atmosphere as well. Yeah, making feel look good, um, basically. In, lighting, in focus. In focus, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's been really interesting to see, obviously, uh, the gaffer, Matt Bloomfield's first season as a, a pre-season. And it's, it's uh, and I, I don't mean this to sound like when it was Gareth, it was a bad se- it was a bad atmosphere, but it's a different atmosphere up there. It's really good. Everyone is, is bonding really nicely, and even like the, the new players... Um, like uh, Richard Keogh or Keezy. Um He feels like he's just been there for years. It, it's just all really nicely. It's a lovely atmosphere. Really interesting how the new players are integrating, especially some of the, the youngsters as well. Yeah, a lot of them have, um, a lot of the, so the Gareth McCleary's and the Matt Bloomfield have played against some of their dads. 
which I think makes them feel old. I feel old the fact that like they're 19 or 18 coming to play professional football. Uh, so the fact they've played with their dads must make them feel a little bit older. You went to Wheelstone as well? I went to Wheelstone, lovely ground, very nice. Um, and yeah, the, the team looked great. They look really good. I think they are equally rowing to go as everybody else is um, and actually, you know, doing some, some league games. And yeah, the atmosphere, as I said, is really good. The team are all really positive. Yeah, so I think they are they are raring to go. And really interesting as well for fans who didn't get to see some of the behind-the-closed-doors friendlies as well. Obviously, you were at uh, Arsenal's uh, training ground as well for the under twenty. Yes. That was wet as well, wasn't it? It's been, it has been a very wet pre uh, season this year, as you know, as possibly some pre seasons go in, in England because it's always raining. Uh, but yeah, no, interesting to be at the Arsenal training ground. Um, that's basically like a, a small campus, basically. Um, but yeah, really, really good. Again, that was that was interesting because um, Keezy, obviously, I think was the only person that had been signed, possibly, and possibly Keen Brecken, I think, at that point. So obviously, and a lot of trialists. So it was very interesting to see how they were all integrating and not really knowing each other. But as the preseason games have gone on, obviously those bonds have been formed. And yeah, it's been really good to watch that build. So who knows? There could be some new arrivals still to come as well before the season kicks off. Yeah, 31st. So we've still got a few days. Absolutely. The transfer window uh, still open. And then there'll be some loan opportunities as well after that. And it really doesn't feel long now until the start of the season uh, kicks off, of course, against Exeter. Yeah, exactly. So we've got um, a month of transfer window still because that's obviously the 31st of August. And we've got games actually before that. We've got Saturday, which is JJ's testimonial game. Um, and then the week after that, it's Exeter City, game one of 40-something. And they come thick and fast. It gets really busy. August seems mad. And there's cup games and, and there's, you know, lots to look forward to. Yeah, it's going to be good fun. Obviously, we've got Wickham Wanderers show Ring the Blues is on a Tuesday night with Phil. Some of those are going to be live in the studio. Some of those will be live out and about before games as well. So what could possibly go wrong? A technical uh, challenge for you. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Tuesday, uh, the Tuesday just gone, there was a brilliant um, uh, sort of, uh, what would you call it, feature? Yeah, a feature with uh, Nigel, our Welsh um, exchange presenter uh, from the Vales of Glamorgan, talking to JJ's dad, ha- JJ's dad Howard. Uh, that will be available on the Wickerwondrous podcast feed along with this tomorrow. Why Ooh. not? Excellent build-up to uh, the match, which is, of course, uh, Joe Jacobson's testimonial. It kicks off at 3 o'clock at Adams Park on Saturday. It'd be brilliant if you could be there and uh, cheer on uh, the uh, fantastic servant that is uh, the current club captain and, of course, uh, left-back, occasionally other positions as well. Captain Fantastic, as he was described the other day. Make sure you don't miss it. There'll be some uh, former Wickham Wanderers players as well at half-time. I nearly said available at half-time. <laughs> Buy your players! <laughs> They'll be on offer. Uh, make sure you don't miss it. It'll be a fantastic event. And we've got live commentary here on Wickham Sound as well. Ooh, and don't forget, next week, Prediction Week. Oh, no. I know. That's, that's never gone well Sorry. any of the seasons that no. we've done this. Yes, we'll be pinning those suggestions to a lamppost somewhere near you. <laughs> <laughs>